back for the final episode of the series. In this week's episode, we'll be chatting to the sensational trumpet player, Georgina Jackson, about her experiences and about women in band. Hello, Georgina. Hi, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. Thank you for having me, honey. I'm looking forward to our discussion this morning. Yeah. That's no problem at all. Yeah, it's nice to be here and and see everybody and nice to see some faces. (laughs) For once. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. And I know um, Pothouse, how many many, um, girls or females or women are, are involved in the Hothouse? Thing. I mean yeah. the ra- the ratio of women to men is a little bit less women like mm. um in the derby team specifically like um where I play my part the only other women are Anna and Jane who do like our communications and then me and Mac are two female apprentices but all the directors are all men right okay but there's a lot of uh, women musicians in uh, playing in the bands and things yeah a lot of the bands yeah, are pretty yeah. divided yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. I mean, it, it is get, getting more and more like that, absolutely. But I know you want to talk about specifically bands today. So, um, yeah, let me, uh, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because when you look at all the videos of bands from yesteryear, you know, in the 2030s, there were no women at all, were there? No, they were just so, like the singers yeah. on stage lying, lying on the piano. <laughs> yeah. And then you look at the big bands today, and there's still no women in them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. or, or one or one or two. You know, it hasn't gone from fifty percent to fifty percent, which you would expect it to kind of maybe mm-hmm. not fifty percent, but there's the odd one, isn't there? I don't know yeah. what you think about that. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I've seen, especially now in this job, when I've logged into the different Instagram accounts or I'm just like browsing on YouTube and you get these recommendations of like, oh, here's a big band performance from 2010, and it's all just like all these men who look exactly the same all in the exact same like tuxedo and it's like oh this is fun <laughs> yeah, yeah. i think sorry. um i think a lot of progress has, al- has already been made um but i think yeah there's still quite a lot of most of the trumpet players in the band are um are male uh, and i think i think with hot house we try and encourage more um more girls to play the trumpet definitely and stay to see male male instruments like the trombone and the drums and things um, so I think it's good that we're that we're educating younger younger musicians as well. Yeah, the, and, and and the thing for me, the interesting I've been thinking about this a lot recently. The thing is why some instruments are seen as masculine and, and why some yeah. instruments are seen as feminine, and and that's I think we've got to get to the bottom of that because otherwise we're always going to be the odd one out, the weird one, the one that plays the you know that that because it's like oh. And you might be masculine because you play that instrument. I just don't understand why some instruments are seen as masculine and feminine because it's all about making music and it's all about making yeah, sound, yeah. about making music. So since when did blowing down a trumpet become a masculine thing? Has it always been like that? Um, and I've, I don't know. I don't know what you why why we think that that why is it more feminine to play the violin or why is it more acceptable? Yeah. Or why? Or the, my philosophy, my theory is that. Um, people look pretty when they play certain instruments, you know. Yeah. So it's seen as like, oh, that's okay because the woman's there looking pretty, smiling, she can keep her hair in place, and and again the same with the, maybe the flute or whatever. But there's a bit of a, a backlash against women playing something that involves maybe looking a bit 
yeah I don't know I completely agree I think you can like relate it to the style a bit as well because I remember the first time I kind of realized that that stigma was put into my brain was when I was in year four and I'd like first started the sound start club at my school which is where I met uh Tim one of the workers at Hot House and that was like the beginning of my journey into Hot House but I first started at sound start which were these like whole class sessions and you got to pick one or four instruments there was flute clarinet trumpet and trombone and they'd always split it in the same way. All the girls would either get a flute or a clarinet and all the boys would get a trumpet or a trombone. Some boys, you get the occasional boy with a clarinet and the occasional girl with a trumpet, but it was very much like that. And I don't even think it was like, they were thinking boys, this instrument, girls, this instrument. It's just like how they did it. They were like, hmm, have a go at this. You, you, would, you were given them. You were actually kind of- We would try. Yeah, you would try like all the mouthpieces, and this wasn't this wasn't with Hot House. This was just with school. Like, I know Hot House have a completely different like ethos, but um, yeah, we would all try a bit of a mouthpiece. But no matter what mouthpiece you were great at, it would always end up most of the boys were on the brass and the girls were on the woodwind, and which I think is ironic for me because so year four I was playing the flute, and then year five I just went straight from the flute to the bass guitar because I was like. <laughs> I don't know. The flute's a bit boring yeah. for me, but I was like, "Screw it, I'm going to do a bass guitar." Isn't that isn't that interesting? And you, and you, Tessa, how did you come to pick up the trumpet? Uh, well, I I started when I saw Hot House playing in an assembly at uh, the middle school that I was at, and it was quite quite a small school. There weren't weren't many musical people, um, and then Hot House started putting on after school sessions, and I think about six of us turned up. Um, and I, I started on the um, on the keyboard, and then when I saw I saw John playing the trumpet, and I just thought, wow, that looks like such a cool instrument to play. And for me at the time, I, I was nine, so I, it didn't it didn't cross my mind that all oh, this may be a more male instrument. Yeah. So I I just played it purely because I love the sound of it and I love the look of it. And then yeah. it's only when I got into big band and I realised that I was the only girl playing it, and I thought, why aren't there more female trumpeters? There's no reason why. What while girls can't play the trumpet. It's like it takes no, you a while to wake up and realize it, doesn't it? Like it takes yeah. you a while to take yeah. it all in. Yeah, mm, absolutely. I think, I think that's, yeah. No, it's uh, easy. I think this is a thing where some people sometimes think that maybe women aren't as capable as men of playing like a more physically challenging instrument, but it's completely not the case. Yeah, it's, it is funny, and it's interesting that you saw uh, people play in your assembly because I really believe that's where the change is going to come, isn't it, from um, seeing bands perform it, 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 right in front of you, yeah. like, no, we can't do that now, but from, from a young age. And, yeah. and then when you see those bands, it's got to be representative. It's got to show mm -hmm. everybody in there. And I know people, there is an argument for, it's always got to be the best people, you know, the best people, which is absolutely, you know, of course, but it's got to be representative as well. And sometimes I think that's more important than having some star, saxophone player or some star high note trumpet player because it's got to be people that people people relate to and yeah. that and and that you can see yourself in there so putting bands um around schools i think is really important to have yeah, a, exactly a it's like you want especially with younger kids they'll look for someone like them to feel that like they can be included in something and i feel like that's a common mindset yeah. Like when, so I did the sound start thing and then I did see the assembly and the thing that actually drove me, I've mentioned this in a previous episode, but the thing that actually drove me to grab a letter after the assembly and give it a go was I saw Luca, who was a fantastic drummer, um, who was still with Hot House today. 
um, I saw he was like nine at the time, I think, or 10, I think I was 11. And I was sat in assembly and he just walked out of his classroom and he's just like this tiny little boy and he goes to sit on a drum kit and he just absolutely nails it. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, I want to play an instrument like that. And I just showed up without an instrument. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, just give me something and I'll try it. But I just think it's a great thing for people to, you know, get that drive from something, even though mine wasn't particularly because I saw someone who looked like me, because Luca definitely does not look like me. But um, <laughs> it was just the, it was the idea of doing something insane. And obviously I was 11, so I didn't think of, you know, any gender stigmas or stereotypes around it. So it's a different mindset. And it's funny because we don't think about those when we start playing. We don't think whether we should be doing it or we shouldn't be doing it. And it's just people who say things to you along the way. And sometimes it's not the things that they say to you. It's just attitudes that you pick up. Or, I mean, for example, I don't want to kind of uh, moan about things that happened in the past, but these are very relevant um, things to me, which my, my career went a certain way because I, I stopped playing um, and, and became a primary school teacher at the age of, 27, 28, and I stopped playing because of all the things uh, surrounding the music that made me feel unwelcome as, as a band player, you know, and when you're in that band, um, and it's not everybody that I work with, but there was a certain atmosphere which which needs needs to go now, you know, and, yeah. and it is going now. So, so things like, um, you know, I would be asked to go and death on lead trumpet, and uh, when I turned up and the band leader would say, oh, hi, who are you? Are you the um trumpet player's girlfriend no I'm, mm. I'm coming you know, I'm, I'm coming to depth oh right who are you depping for and I'd say I'm depping for such bodies the trumpet player oh I don't think so love um and then it was a quick shuffle around the trumpet section and me put on false trumpet because there was just absolutely no way they were ever going to um trust or, or believe so it was just like well, we can't, oh, what, and what, throw what, in what, a patronizing so. love in there as well yeah 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 <laughs> oh, oh was that and then um and it's funny on, uh, and this happened on Facebook last night, you know, and it is an old school person, I'll, I'll tell you what they said, but I just thought last night, I thought these these things haven't changed. They haven't changed. I remember depping in um, bands when I was kind of 15, 16, 17, and like Tessa, being the only girl in the trumpet section and stands at yeah. the end, you know, being very grateful that the men would let me have a go. And it felt that you were being let in by the men, you know, when you were mm. you know, to put up with the comments. And then the band leader introduced me and saying, there's Georgina on trumpet, never make passes at girls with glasses, but I think it's an exception for Georgina, you know. And yeah. and left that on Facebook, somebody commented the same thing on one of my videos. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. These things haven't changed. No, as women in, in bands, um, you can be made to feel that you're just an odd one out, an exception. You know, mm. you shouldn't be there. And just kind of little comments that make you feel that you're a bit odd and yeah. that you are there for their entertainment really or something but um yeah I, I stopped playing in bands um at the age of 28 for, for a few reasons that happened that, that put me off it and uh, I now think I realized that that was ridiculous and um mm. that should happen in it and it shouldn't happen again and yeah we, no. we need to wake up and we all need to we all need to call it out it's very much that you were looked at just for your gender and like no matter how amazing you were at trumpet which you are they would only look at you as just a female trumpet player and not an incredible trumpet player well yeah i mean i, I you know i'm i'm, I'm it's, it's difficult because then there are people that would say that the only reason 
that I would get gigs is because I was female and I stood out. So we, we are battling that as well because you do stand out when you're female. And mm -hmm. there is a, a sense of um, you are noticed and recognised and, um, and so that, you know, there is a good part to it because there's not many of us. And so we, we do stand out and we are remembered, but that's going to change because there's going to be so many more that it's better that we're not, yeah. we don't stand out. Exactly. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think being a female has helped, has helped me. And it's also hindered me in equal measures, I would say. So those people who say, yeah, but she only gets stuff because she's a girl or yeah, you only, yeah. you know, I think, yeah. I think there's an equal an equal battle going on there because we've got yeah. our own stuff to deal with. Yeah, but I mean, when, yeah, when did you first... Almost... Sorry, Tess, go on. Sorry. I was just going to say, it's almost as if like, women need um, need permission to play. It's almost like they, like they need to ask the men if they're allowed to play. And like, it shouldn't be yes. the case because at the, at the end of the day, you know, it's all about the music that you're making and it really shouldn't matter whether you're male or female. Yeah. But if you're listening yeah, you're, to a song, you can't hear. Like if you listen to a trumpet solo, you don't go, hmm, that sounds like a bloke. Yeah. You just listen exactly. to a great trumpet solo. Exactly. But I yeah. think, and for me, bands especially have got a very male uh, feeling about them. The full of testosterone and all the mm -hmm. language that around big bands, it's like, give it one or mm -hmm. it's always this kind of very masculine approach. And, um, and that's fine, but um, you know, women we can be as masculine as feminine as we want to be. And just because we play a certain instrument and we play a certain type of music doesn't mean that we are, you know, we're we're we we're masculine. You know, yeah. we just want to play yeah. music well. As a trumpet player in a trumpet section full of boys, I was always looking for permission that it was all right. And I don't know if you feel like Tess yeah. was like boys, they got on with it. Ooh, they've got all the laughs, mm. they've got all the jokes, they've got all the, you know, all that stuff. And and as a woman, you're sitting there going, right. And it's yeah. it's, it's a male-led thing. The boys have got their little clicky humour. They sometimes mm. do things that are inappropriate at the back of the trumpet section. They, mm. it, it's lads together. Lads together mm. will be lads together. And as a woman sitting there with a group of lads together, you feel excluded. Mm -hmm. There's yeah, no doubt. No, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you felt that, but I felt like that. I felt like I had to join in and be one of them. And if yeah. they weren't, you know, accepting me, then mm. I was going to be left out. But if there was more women in that whole situation, it wouldn't be like that. Yeah, it would be. You want that Definitely. balance, that equilibrium of you know yeah. characteristics and personalities to then all come together and play the music together. Yeah. That's I mean, it's right. a bit different yeah. for me. Like, I know that you're talking about a trumpet section and I have obviously seen it, but I've never been in a trumpet section. I feel like rhythm sections are a little bit different because with trumpet sections, yes, you do need to be together. You need to be playing together when you've got trumpet one to four, you're all playing different parts and you're focusing on your part. But with a rhythm section, because you're kind of like lifting up the rest of the band with the timing and the chords yeah. and the beats, you all have to have this lock. So as a, especially bassists and drummers, you can't just be alone. You can't just play and look at your music. You have to look at the rhythm yeah. section and you have to have that kind of lock thing. And I did, and that was a very nerve wracking thing for me when I was a bit younger and I would first join all these different bands and all these different rhythm sections. And I'm pretty sure off the top of my head, I've never played in a rhythm section with another female. I didn't, generally don't think so. Like in a big band or rhythm section, I don't wow. think I have, but, um, 
I've had to have this lock kind of relationship, especially with the drummer. So we're both comfortable. So we both know what's getting along. And I'm very good with that now. Like the boys that I play with in band, they're all great. I get along with them so well. And they've kind of lost that lads, lads, lads kind of thing. Like, don't get me wrong. It's still there, but they've, they have yeah, like, yeah. I know I do feel a lot more welcome, but when I did first start, I was scared because I was scared to talk to them because I'm like, I'm not one of you and I'm also brand new. So I'm just going to play my part. But then if I get out of time, I can't just be alone. I have to look at the drummer and lock with them. Yeah. And that was the thing that I was, you know, very scared to do. But once I've gotten used to it and like a lot of the guys in the bands that I play with are actually lovely. Like they're hilarious, yeah. lovely people. And I'm actually really yeah. lucky to have that. Yeah, of course. And, 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 and most, most people are, but there is that thing of when you're in bands uh, and, and, and it comes to break time. And I don't know about you, but when I was younger and doing big bands, the most stressful time for me was, was the break. Because in the break, or you know, it was a male band. All the lads would go somewhere, and and if you, and you just felt for me, you just felt like, oh, I'm I'm just a girl. I'll just sit here because the lads would just go yeah. off and do their thing. Uh, and and if there wasn't a lot of girls, then you would, you know, and then and and, and when you're part of a youth organisation like like you are as well, the breaks and the the social and the vibe are as important as the as the playing I think you know yeah because they create that camaraderie and they can and they create that great feeling that when you get back on the stage you all want to play together whereas if you feel excluded in the break time because the lads have gone off and done their thing and yeah still, you know I, I, I don't know whether that kind of still still kind of that feeling still exists but yeah, I know what you try I know what you're trying to say definitely yeah that, that can be a bit yeah. of a, a bit of a barrier can't it if you feel a bit mm. excluded yeah. Yeah, I think I think sometimes you can feel a bit out a bit outnumbered if you're the only female. Uh, but I think it takes people to to stand up and be uh, and be brave and kind of try and put themselves out there. Because if more people do that, then it become it will become more normal. Yeah, um, and a good thing that I think that I've witnessed within different bands and bands I've been in and bands that I've seen is there are it's not like the population or the ratio of girls to boys is getting better like it is but just very very gradually i just think the thing that people don't realize is that it's a lot more common to now have masculine girls and feminine boys and also feminine girls and masculine boys so that balance even though a lot of the bands the bands are male dominated you still have those it's like the men aren't trying to be at their most masculine anymore it's like they don't really care and neither do the girls so I think that's a good thing why everyone's getting along a bit better like yes I would love there to be more girls but a lot of the boys are kind of uh like don't get me wrong there are still some that are very much like that but there are also some that don't mind that they will walk up to a girl and be like oh are you okay with the chart music because I remember when I first started big band on the Fridays which is like the top level program which I which terrifies me when I first started um I have a friend on the drums that was just like that came up to me in the middle of the band and was like oh jump to help you go through these charts because I noticed that you were sight reading and it's just that really made that honestly and it was like the first time I did that band and that's just what I needed just to you know stop hyperventilating and just you know calm down read the music and then because he was a drummer it was super useful for me as the bassist to really lock with him as well that's brilliant. What a great attitude. I mean, if, if there's what, two things that you could ask for, for youth music situations, or any situation where it's a scary situation to be in, it would be that you're allowed to ask for help with something without feeling weak, allowed to say, 
I don't understand this time change. Can you just talk me through it? And asking for help should be one of the main things that people should mm. should be doing. And offering help shouldn't be seen as the person offering it shouldn't be seen as and the person accepting it. It's like, oh, I can hear you, you know, it's difficult that bit. Do you want a hand? That that should be like a thing that happens all the time. Asking for help should be normal, offering help should be normal, and 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 being kind and, and being honest and saying when the band leader says things like, do you want anyone to run that bit again? I remember people going, don't mention it, don't say anything, don't say anything, keep quiet. You know, oh, right. like, yeah. you know, and um, and just being honest and going, yeah, you know what, I'm having a bit of trouble with that bit. Could we run it again? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just being honest about about things. Because um, I, I don't, I mean, I was so terrified at the first few gigs, I just mind, you know, literally mind for about yeah. six months probably. And you could yeah. get away with it. No one could, hear you on the other trumpet section and um yeah i just think people just being a bit more honest and offering help and, and having fewer egos because yeah <laughs> that, that can be a problem yeah so do you think there's been a yeah, difference think- than when you've been playing trumpet as a kid and then like you've grown up playing the trumpet like how did your when you first started the trumpet is what was the difference like or how did you come about starting the trumpet um it just that someone came in the classroom and um we were doing a maths lesson and I hated maths. And they came in and they said, does anybody want to play trumpet? And they said, has anybody got one at home? And I said, oh yeah, I've got one at home. And I went home to mum and dad, I said, have we got a trumpet at home? And it was one of those battered bugles that was on the mantelpiece. And I thought it was a trumpet. It was like one of those things that you see in a pub or something like an yeah. it. And my mum went, that's not a trumpet. That's just like an ornament. So I had to go back we can say I haven't got a trumpet and so the trumpet teacher said okay well have a go at this then anyway and then I played it and but I hated it I hated playing the cornet I tried to give it up so many times oh I just hate it I just you know people were taking the mickey I thought it looked ugly I just I didn't see any other girls doing it I just thought it was weird you know I just and then I just embraced it and thought oh well I kind of like being a bit weird it's fine I'll get on with it <laughs> that's the right attitude because <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really matter you know it doesn't really matter we just do it because we love the music and that's the most important thing and if we put the music first before everything else then that's that's the good thing yeah, that's what it's happens, a good priority know? to have yeah 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 and i think i think with a band as well you're all one you're all one one unit i think yeah. i think everyone should be working together and helping each other out it shouldn't be that like one one section is is trying to be better than the other. So I think yeah. everyone should just work together and help each other out. Yeah, absolutely right. I think it's a great thing. And and talking about yeah. uh, female musicians in the past, the, uh, there was a great I don't know if you heard them called the International Sweethearts of Rhythm. Yeah, uh, check them out on YouTube. Incredible, they're incredible. <laughs> um, and it, but it's really sad when you look at what happened to them all individually because sometimes they they tried to go out and do things on their own. And they weren't allowed or things like, you know, families got in the way and things. But there were some amazing musicians back then for all kinds of kind of socio-economic reasons or, or, or pressures. None of them really carried on fulfilling a career. And I think that's an important thing as well, because women get to a certain age and, and it just becomes inappropriate for them to play in big bands or um, yeah. be a professional musician. And, and maybe that's changing as well. Yeah, I hope it is because when yeah, I do I hear things like that, it really, you know, it just kind of breaks me a little bit because I'm like, well, it's it's kind of mm-hmm. sad to think about that, especially if someone's decided to stop 
for a reason solely based on like their gender like when you mentioned earlier Georgina when you said that you stopped for a minute I wanted to just go why <laughs> I know and I got I got really upset about it the other week because I suddenly thought all my peers um who were playing now they um they had they had a good 10 years on me really from my mid-20s to my late 30s because I I I stopped playing I went back to college I became a primary school teacher then when I did decide to come back um, I came back for a couple of years and then I got diagnosed with breast cancer and then I was out for a couple of years again. And, you know, that's just a life that happens. But I did feel at 27 that it wasn't appropriate. The travelling late at night wasn't appropriate. I was made to feel that it wasn't appropriate. Um, I wasn't being passed the same kind of gigs because it was a bit of a lads network at the time. And uh, lads wanted to sit next to lads. Mm-hmm. If tours were being booked, there wasn't um, rooms were being shared. It wasn't appropriate for a woman to be that. There was all kinds of barriers, lots, lots of barriers, yeah. which people are now realizing are not fair. So mm-hmm. yeah, I know it was late yeah. for people to realize, but at least they're realizing. <laughs> yeah, people are realizing absolutely it's illegal now to do the kind of things that were, you know, okay back then. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think in the um, international sweethearts of um, of women because. Um, I saw them on uh, on YouTube, and it just made me feel so happy. Yeah. Uh, like all all these women playing, and I think the um, the trumpeter. I think she was seen as the uh, the female Louis Armstrong at the time. That's right. Um, and I just thought that was amazing. And all the um, all the women playing like the uh, the trombone and the trumpet and the drums and all women. It just shows that women are are capable because they they could do it back then. So there's no reason why we can't do it now. There's um, a fact that one of those touring players, I can't remember her name, it's really embarrassing, but I can't remember her name. She <laughs> was a singer, player. she was absolutely brilliant, and she made one album on, on her own. I'll, I'll um, email, I'll email yeah. her name. But it, there's absolutely no reason, there's no physical no. reason why a woman... I mean, I understand there are physical reasons why women can't do some things, you know, and I'm not a yeah. kind of out-and-out out feminist going that we should be... I'm, you know, there are things that... that yeah. That, <laughs> you know, just... Like a, a small woman, a big man, it, it doesn't really matter the sex of some of the gender. There are, there's some things people are better at than others, aren't there? But mm-hmm. there's nothing, yeah. there's nothing, that, nothing about a female's makeup which means that they're not able to play the drums or the bass of the trumpet. Yeah, or just like I think the stu- the stupid stigma is like it's almost like caveman speak. It's like oh, big low pitch instrument man, small high. Yeah woman it's just like that's that's actually the root of the attitude that some people still have which I'm glad yeah. to be like a kind of person that breaks that as a basis like I feel uh, great like standing next to a big double bass and like see this absolutely ginormous instrument that's really low I'm playing it I'm playing it yeah, yeah, yeah exactly because we were, yeah. we're meant to want to do all the high pitch really really pretty things and leave all the kind of you know funky things or whatever it's just so weird isn't it so ridiculous but yeah. people like you know people like Macy and, T- and Tessie are going to like it's not going to be weird anymore and you're not going to feel like oh look it's a curtain base oh, and then people are listing out extra extra morphia oh I wonder what she's like you know what I mean got that. <laughs> it's not going to be like that where people are kind of suddenly quickly raised up and go oh look it's you know it's going to be just normal yeah yes. I remember the first time I kind it's of it's felt sorry to go on go on sorry Macy go on uh, I was just going to say because I, I am thinking about going to um uh, a music conservatoire um, after school and it, it does sometimes cross my mind will I be the only female cancer and like, how will they view that because I've seen it in some of the open day videos um, it's only like three or four men playing the trumpet and there's no girls um, I think it's changed I think it, 
Yeah. yeah, I think you'd be all right. I mean, um, I was speaking to there's a, a girl in Nigel now called Ruby who I who I um see occasionally, and uh, she's at college. And there are uh, there are a few more girls going into it, but it, it's still you'll still be a bit of a novelty. But that is gonna that's gonna change. You know? Don't let it put you off at all because it's not that the lads are bad in any way or anything. I mean, the the brilliant. It's just you can't help feeling a bit different and you can't help that. Yeah, and it is in no way their fault. They are, a lot of the time, they mean well. They don't have any intentions I mean, of doing this. Oh, I mean, they did 30 years ago, believe yeah. me, the only <laughs> <laughs> a different set of people about yeah. them. I was once uh, asked to go and do a, a deaf on a show, uh, or, you know, take over a chair in a big band. Mm-hmm. And when the lad put me forward and said, oh, you need Georgina, she'll come and uh, do it. And he went, oh no. I can't have a woman in my band. You just have these funny weeks every month, you know. It's just you can't have. That. Yeah. I can't have that. And so there was the the weather, and I was living. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you know, what can I do? And but then the funny denouement of that story was literally that twenty years later, this man was an old man. It was all generation. It was just the way you thought, you know. Yeah. And uh, about 20 years later he came to see a concert where I was playing lead trumpet and he waited at the stage door and he said Georgina I said oh yes I remember I remember you and <laughs> what you thought about female trumpet players <laughs> and then he, he said he said nice things then and he, he apologized and oh that's good then. but it's not necessarily because these people uh uh you know they're not they're not they're not bad it's just the way they are and, and lads these days are brilliant you know, yeah, it's so much better. And especially like you'll see some bands that like, there's some, especially younger lads like, around like eight to 14 who come to the younger yeah. bands and they'll come with a flute. And it's like, this is great. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. But there is like a set of brothers in one of the, in one of our bands and one of them plays drums and one of them plays flute and they're both equally as happy in the band. And it's great. Yeah. They don't feel really. like they have to kind of, you know, like the one who plays the flute doesn't feel like he kind of has to make up for it by acting all macho all the time. Like, he's just like, yeah, he likes it and he's going to play it. That's pretty, it's ridiculous. We need to stop having yeah. these instruments that are meant to be for certain genders and we need to stop band yeah. leaders thinking that instruments are certain things and thinking that, you you know, we need to just, just like everything's for everybody. Just can we just get, can we just get that, to that <laughs> point where everybody yeah. and, and doesn't really matter yeah. it's not feminine masculine music it's just music exactly not- and Tess like you said when you said you were afraid of um you know if you're going to be the only girl if you are yeah. use it to your advantage that's oh, something yeah, that yeah. I've learned of being the only girl in a rhythm section sometimes because I remember the first like performance I did with one of the bands and there was two other bases next to me and they were both guys so there was three it was a big band it wasn't just like three basses and then one of every other instrument but it was a massive band so there was three of us and I was like right there are three basses some people in the audience wouldn't even know what a bass is so I'm gonna try and you know stand out and I don't want to you know take center stage and take the attention that's definitely not what I want but I just wanted someone to kind of remember me you know and be yeah. Like, oh yeah that basis was good and I remember when we finished that performance and we all had to like untangle all our leads and <laughs> kettle leads and stuff and then I walk off the stage and someone out of the audience came up to me and said, um, is this your first time with this band? And I went, yeah, yeah. And he went, oh, I've never seen you before, but your stage presence is fantastic, even if you don't know what oh. I'm playing. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. It was honestly, that has stuck with me for so long. Cause it's like, even if I don't know what I'm playing, just have that stage presence, show that enjoyment and people will yeah, watch yeah. you and people will listen to you. 
and then it all just yeah. adds to the energy of the whole audience and that's just a, a lesson that I've taken away from that and that's the that's the one thing I miss obviously with COVID but that's the one thing I miss about gigging is just hearing yeah. people in the audience like converse about people on stage or come yeah. up to you and compliment you it's just that it means the world yeah it is it is so nice and 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 I, I was just gonna say but as well about trumpet players and brass players it's we we sometimes get bothered about how we look when we're playing the instrument or what people are going to think about it and you know and we it, as long as you're into the music it's going to communicate and that's the most the most important thing is just communicating the music no one's ever going to look daft no one's ever going to look silly and and as and as women sometimes as girls I think and, and I'm not just saying this because there's, there's a lot of lads but when I do the Ronnie Scott's Jazz Orchestra and we do the big bands in a day and I coach a lot of younger people when I ask people who wants to do a solo it's always the men who put their hands in the air and so now I don't ask anybody who wants to do a solo I just let's all do a solo because yeah. I don't know about you, Tessa. It's very difficult to put your hand in the air and say, mm. I want to do it, everybody look at me. It's not the kind of thing that yeah. we want to do. So then it's the mm. same people who put their hands up all the time. I'll do it. And you go, oh, yeah, you will do it because you do it all the time. You don't yeah. put your hand up. <laughs> yeah, just don't give them the option to put their hand up. Just be like, right, you, girl, do, do it. <laughs> yeah, do it, yeah. yeah. And if you don't want to do it, then I have a system where we will play together and three of us will play at the same time because then at least you have an experience of improvising, but you're not having spotlight on you. And I think yeah. those things are, are really important for more reluctant people to kind of come out. And, and you know, not everybody is, is you know, wanting to be in the spotlight. Yeah, but then if so, you're never in the spotlight and then the one time you are, I feel like that gets more attention yeah. because you're rarely in the spotlight. Like I said to you Tess yeah, a second yeah. ago, to if you are the only girl, use it to your advantage. I use that to my advantage all the time. If I'm with yeah. another bassist who is a lot better than me, and that is normally the case, I'm just like, oh, I'll just like move my hair a bit because my hair's cooler than yours. And that's what I'm going to use. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll use that as my stage presence. Yeah. And it works. Like you have to use what you have as an advantage. You do, you do whatever you do to get it, but that's the thing, you know. It's the, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we, we've all got our own ways yeah. of, of ways of doing stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, if you just do things um, occasionally as well. So if you just do the occasional solo or something like that, you don't have to do it all the time. But just so people, so people know know that you're there and you know it. Yeah. I think that's important as well. Yeah, I just don't want people to yeah. feel that they're missing out on opportunities because of that thing of, of uh, being in the background, you know, I don't want to put my hand up, I don't want to do that, I don't mm. want to pause, I don't want to, you know, mm -hmm. and then you go, oh, well, I wish I'd have done that. You know, just yeah. like you say, grab your, just grab your opportunities when, when they're Exactly. There. I think it's better to regret yeah. something that you did do rather than regret yeah. something you didn't do. Because especially as when you're younger and obviously you're a bit more nervous than normal and it's just like, well... Here's, you would like would you rather stand behind some another you know someone someone else who plays the same instrument as you and just hide or would you rather step forward and maybe get a note or two wrong like I'd rather do yeah. the second thing yeah 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 absolutely you only regret what you didn't do and I, and, and when I do big band a day I say to them please don't go home and wake up tomorrow going I really wish I'd done that solo I really mm. wish I'd done that because yeah. I just don't want anyone thinking that. I want everyone to have gravity. Because you're not going to wake up and go, oh, I did that solo and I played a B natural and I should have played a B flat. That's just going to vanish. Yeah. But that thing is like, I just wish I had taken the opportunity. Oh, what a shit. You know, that, that's the thing that's going to stay with you. Not, yeah, that's the thing. Though. That's the thing we want to promote. Like, especially with this podcast, talking about 
you know, behind the scenes of bands and, you know, starting out which instrument, why you picked which instrument, the differences between them. I just really hope that it motivates people to kind of step yeah. out the comfort zones a little bit because it's so easy. And I'm going to sound like a hypocrite to people who know what I used to be like, because I used to be that person that's like, nah, I'm just going to, obviously as a bassist, I'm just sat there like, I'm just going to play root octave, root fifth, and I'll just get by. But that's not the attitude you want to have. Do you want to try oh. and expand your knowledge? Do you want to try different things? I remember, like, I still take music lessons with Stu from Hot House, and I'll ask him, think he'll be like, okay, we're going to do this in the lesson. And I'm like, actually, can we do something completely different? Because why not? Yeah. He's like, yeah, sure. And I've learned so much in the past month or so, and I have in multiple months, just because I've asked to do something that's out of my comfort zone. That's yeah, exactly. And that's mm -hmm. the thing we push it all we push ourselves all the time. The comfort zone is, is not the zone, not the zone to be in all the time. Just push yourself a little bit at a time, which I'm I'm trying to do at the moment. And you know, the more you play an instrument and do music, the more you realise what there is to learn. You know, there's just yeah. never ending, which is great. You know, it's a lifetime's mm -hmm. worth of work, isn't it? <laughs>